Good morning, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Todd Vanderbilt. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this Friday. We made it through another work week. Our chapter day journey today continues. Joshua 23, it was verse 14 that resonated with me. It says, now I'm about to go the way of all the earth. You know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. Today's podcast is entitled Succession and Failure. When I was a young man, I was part of an organization that had enjoyed strong leadership for a number of years. In fact, it was one of the strong leaders who invited me to participate. It was obvious that over time, this organization had grown and enjoyed repeated success, had a great reputation, became increasingly influential, and I learned a tremendous amount in my first few years. Some of the lessons have helped me through my entire life. Then, the senior leadership left the organization. It was one of the first experiences in my journey, and there have been others, in which a change in leadership completely changed the system for the worse. In this case, the new leadership was tragically unprepared for the role that they'd been given. And over the course of a few years, I watched the entire thing implode. It was tragic. In today's chapter, we're reaching the end of Joshua's life. Now, since Moses showed up to leave the Hebrews out of slavery in Egypt, the tribes have benefited from having a strong leader in charge. Moses led them out of Egypt to the promised land, and then Joshua led them to conquer the land and settle in it. Having finished the task, Joshua knows that his earthly journey is nearing its end, so he calls the nation together to deliver a final message to them. That's today's chapter. Now we're on the verge of a massive change in leadership for the Hebrew people. Interestingly enough, Joshua structures his message to the people as nations in that day would structure treaties with one another. In presenting this treaty, Joshua kind of assumes the role of God's representative who is making a treaty with the Hebrew people, with the nation. The people are reminded of all that God has done for them, reminded them of God's command to have no other gods, and warned that failure to keep those commands will have disastrous consequences. Just as God has kept his promises, Joshua explains, he will also make good on his warnings should they fail to keep their end of the covenant. Now there's a major issue looming in the background as we approach the end of the Joshua administration. There is no succession plan for leadership. The fledgling Hebrew nation is made up of millions of people, scattered into 12 tribes, each made up of numerous family clans. Think of it as the 48 contiguous states in America with no central federal government. So that leads me to some questions. What's going to keep them together? What happens to the small tribes when there are no checks and balances on the power and influence of the larger tribes? How do you keep tribal relationships from breaking down into feuds and civil wars. You know, at this point in the great story, humanity is still in the toddler stage of development and relationship with God. And today's chapter reads like a parent laying down the law with a three-year-old. 
do what I tell you because I know what's good for you. And I have your best interests at heart. I love you. If you don't do what I tell you, there will be consequences that you are not going to like. Now, having parented a couple of three-year-olds, I can tell you confidently that eventually there will be willfulness, disobedience, attitude, stubbornness, tantrums. There are always tantrums. From the quiet this morning, I find myself recalling some of the best leaders I've worked with along my life journey and the things I've learned from them. In fact, I whispered a few prayers of gratitude for all the things I've learned through those leaders' relationship and example. And as I have trekked along this life journey, I have learned that for the good of the group I'm leading, it's important to try and have a succession plan whenever I knew that I would be leaving a leadership position. And honestly, I've experienced both success and failure in that department. I'm thinking about the Hebrew tribes about to lose their central leadership with no succession plan. The next stage in their national development, the book of Judges, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Tantrums. There will always be tantrums. I hope you have a tantrum-free weekend, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here on Monday.